Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. How do you push through fear in your business? Fear of being visible, fear of taking the next step. I recently met Kim when she became a client and today's podcast episode of Start, Scale, Succeed is a recording of a previous live. We talk about her journey and what she does to help her push her out of her comfort zone and keep moving forward, even in the face of self-doubt. today with Kim Fraser, who is the founder of Half Baked London. So Half Baked is a beautiful, sustainable swimwear brand. And we are going to be talking about Kim's story. We're going to be talking about how she pushes through her challenges. And we're also going to be talking about what's next for the brand. Hi, Kim. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. And I know this is your... <laughs> <laughs> to say okay. to people that are watching, Kim, you're just getting into lives, aren't you? Even though the brand has been established for a long time, well, five years, and it's been growing, but you take I'm a fine. yeah, you take a less visible role previously. Yeah, not anymore, Nicole. Here I am. Not anymore, exactly. You're facing it now. So, I said the brand's been going for about five years. Take us back to you know your background isn't fashion, but why? What made you start the brand? So I think, well, not I think, I know, I was just struggling to find swimwear. I was traveling a lot at the time with my partner and I was struggling to find swimwear that I could afford, but that was good quality. And that made me feel good. Like actually felt good on my skin. Like comfort's a huge thing for me. I live in yeah. training. I always want to be comfortable. Um, and I was buying swimwear from high street stores, which was fine, but there was just like no special factor about it. And I just decided to, um, I don't know, give it a go. I'm not from a fashion background, so I literally started from scratch. And that was like researching, getting fabrics and like trade shows and sample makers and stuff like that. It actually took me about two years to like get it off the ground on like in the back because I've had a full-time job as well at the time. I was working in a photography studio, which mm -hmm. came handy actually when it was time to shoot my first uh, campaign. But um, yeah, that was the driving force behind it. And a big thing for me was finding fabrics that really felt super soft and made you feel like you was wearing underwear as opposed to like mm. wearing swimwear. It was all about being comfortable, really. And what do you think to, at the beginning? And I know every business faces challenges all the time, really. There's always something new that you have to face head on what for you were the challenges at the beginning I think in the very beginning it was lack of knowledge because I didn't really know what I was doing I mean I still don't know what I'm doing half the time but <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing and it was like literally everything from scratch like it wasn't yeah. even cash flow me and my partner had been saving so we decided yeah. to money to put into the business but um it was more yeah not really knowing where to start, what to do next, next steps, stuff like that. Um, 
yeah, that was the biggest challenge for me when I started out, I'd say. And how did you get round that then? What helped you with that? I researched my socks off. Google was like my best friend. Um, and it was just, you just had to keep going. Like I just found, the thing is as well, when you are starting something, you find contacts and a lot of the time they can refer you to other people. So if you're finding the right contacts and like um, working with companies that, you know, are like trustworthy companies, the likelihood is they're going to be working with other people that they can then introduce you to, which happened a lot for me as well, actually. And what do you think are the things that you've learned about yourself? That I'm capable. Yeah. Because I doubt that sometimes. And that, yeah, I don't know, just like I can make things happen. Because in the beginning, you don't really think... Well, I didn't. It was just more about trying to create something that I was missing. You don't really take into account all the other things that go with that. I just thought, oh, I want to design a few bits of swimwear and see what happens. And then yeah. there's all the other stuff that comes with it, like Instagram Lives that you don't really account for. Um, so, yeah, I've gone on a real journey myself, actually, especially in the last couple of years, where I've really dug deep and started to believe that I can make it happen and like like you said my brand's been going for five years um I've started to really work on a lot of self-development in the last like year and a half and since that like I'm just taking a big steps forward because my confidence is just like boosted low so I'm starting to believe that I can do, like make this happen for myself because you get that doubt you get that voice in your head questioning decisions all the time and I think I was staying in my comfort zone of like doing all these other jobs yeah. um but really held me back from growing my brand the way I need to I know that you've said that you've become more confident now what's helped you do that like what kind of things that have you done specifically that you think has helped improve that I'd say like spiritual self-development mm -hmm. like I've been reading loads the last two years which has helped massively and just like it even comes down to like self-love because if you don't believe that you're smashing it, why should anyone else believe you? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's really down to me sort of loving myself, believing in myself and just, yeah, stepping into that narrative. Whereas before I was like, like I'm here today before I was hiding, I didn't want to come on here and speak or, you know, but it, it is necessary and it's just like, it's fine. I'm here, no one's died, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think definitely for me, like I listen to podcasts all the time now, including yours, which I love. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And um, I don't even listen to music anymore. Like I'm just everyday podcasts, which I probably mm -hmm. should take some time out. But it's just, it, it's like you need to keep filling you yourself. yourself by it. Oh, 100%. As you say, like surrounding yourself, I have in the last couple of years as well tried to sort of surround myself with people that are on similar journeys to me or that understand my journey. And it really helps to have that understanding and support system in place. It's not that the people around me don't support massively. I get loads of love and support, but it's good to be in contact with people that are on a similar journey to me because it's just um, it's a comfort, really. And I think as well, I mean, they say that you're, you are the kind of sum of the five, the five people that you surround yourself by. And I think that, you know, for you, if you're surrounding yourself or you're, you have a network of, of either, you know, men, women that are 
either on that journey or 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 are going through the journey or further ahead than you then you can draw on them from experience but it's it's definitely a, a very much a different um a different attitude i think for those people that are on that because it's more things are possible it's much more of a positive attitude and very much a growth mindset rather than maybe some people that might be like and I'm, i don't mean bringing you down but not consciously but of the risk they're looking like are you sure you want to do are you sure you want to put that money into it and you have those questions coming into your own mind every day do you know what i mean so when you're around people that are like really like I said, just in the same space as you, they're more likely to encourage you and be like, yeah, no, you have to invest sometimes instead yeah. of, you know what I mean? And you need that encouragement um, is helpful. Yeah, no, and, and it's to take that risk as well and to be, and when you feel doubt with things now, when you feel afraid of things, how do you, how do you push past it? I'm just really tapped into my feelings now. So it's like I'm aware of when I'm self-sabotaging, which I have done a lot and I still mm -hmm. do, but now I'm aware of it and I just snap out of it because it's not going to help me uh, in any way. Um, like I said, I'm daily, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading when I can, I'm doing all these things like, that I didn't do before. Like I'm saying affirmations, so helpful for me. I'm, I'm not huge on journaling. I've been mm -hmm. trying. It's not like my best thing, but I'm still giving it a go. I'm yeah. doing breath work and meditation. And I'm like telling myself every day, like we're going to make it through today. We're going to make it through today. Like we're going to smash it today. I'm actually saying that to myself. Yeah. And I believe I am. <laughs> no and I do and I think that it, it's such an important way to set yourself up for the day or set yourself up and focusing on that that positivity rather on the little kind of niggling doubts that might be there because they'll still be there but you just don't need to pay that much attention yeah. to them do you know what I mean you can kind of ignore them and focus on what's good what's happening that what you're grateful for and um what have you what's What's a challenge for you now? We talked a little bit about what's challenge, what challenged you in the past. What do you feel is a challenge for you now? I think I get quite lonely because mm -hmm. I'm a solo founder um, and I don't have a team. I have a couple of people that I've outsourced that I'm working with for bits and bobs, which has been really, really helpful. But yeah, for me, I'd have to say it can be quite a lonely space when you haven't got like a co-founder or... Mm -hmm a team just to bounce ideas off of or like when things are going wrong like I drive my boyfriend crazy probably telling him about all the dilemmas that happen on a daily basis um but you know when you're working with someone they get it yeah. because they're in it in it um so I'd yeah I, I do get lonely sometimes um but I'm looking forward to for the first time ever I am you know, I know that soon I'll be in a position to be able to employ people. And that's what I want. That's the direction I want to go in. And I think that that is going to help me grow my brand. And is there anything that you wished you had done differently? Because it's been a very organic growth for you, you know, hasn't it? And you take, yeah. you've worked continuously. So it's been definitely much a business that's been a side hustle, even though you've you have focused on it and you've grown it, but it's, it's grown organically. And um, what do you think? And I know that you've had some great opportunity in terms of um, awards. Not, is it awards you've won in terms of, uh, in terms of the PR side of health and, and that sort of thing? Uh, 
contract in a competition last year, um, a one-year pro bono contract. And even then, like I promise you, I applied for this um, competition, but I was ready. And every day I would like, just while I was walking around the house or cleaning or whatever, I would pretend to have a conversation with the agency, like on Zoom, like our first chat. And I'd be like, hi team. And my boyfriend would be like, what are you? Like literally I'd be walking around doing it. And then when I won, they emailed me and said, oh, hi Kim, you probably know that you've won by now. I didn't, so I hadn't been online. <laughs> And they were like, can we set up a Zoom call with you? <laughs> but yes, like it was so good. But um, yeah. And so like I said, the, the growth has been very organic. Is there anything that you wish that you had done differently so far or not? I mean, I think the journey is the journey and it's gone the way it's gone for whatever reason. And I'm where I think I'm where I need to be now. But I definitely wish that I would have like sort of released the fear a bit earlier because I'm transitioning now into working on my brand full time. But I genuinely believe if I would have done it sooner, we'd be further along. I was mm -hmm. just, it's that sort of, um, you know, feeling the need to have that financial support, but it's actually by doing working for someone else, but it's a crutch because it's guilt, but it's stopping you from you know running forward so definitely I think just to be in the space that I'm in now if it would have come a bit sooner I would, it would have been a bit more helpful but it's fine like yeah. I, am, I am and it's gonna get better from here so and talk a little bit more about your brand in terms of half-baked and what it stands for and what it's about okay so I am selling swimwear, but it's more than just swimwear. I am selling soft, comfy pieces that are good quality, that are going to sit in your wardrobe for years and years and years because they'll last forever. Well, I don't know about forever, but they'll last a long time. Um, and it was really important for me to, it was about bringing comfort first, but without compromising on style. So like the pieces are inspired by comfortable underwear, but they're like really classic shapes. So you can wear them in the pool, you can wear them as day wear, you can even dress them as evening wear. And um, I'm actually really proud of that because I don't know, for me, that's just a real achievement. Cause I have people messaging me a lot, asking me about styling tips and also like sending me pictures of how they've styled their pieces, which is really nice. So I really wanted to just, yeah, create pieces that first and foremost made you feel good. And yes. um, I think I'm doing that. It's so nice when I get emails and DMs telling me about, you know, someone that's received their piece and how happy they are and how good it's making them feel. Um, yeah, it's lovely. And just before we go on, there's one, a question that's come through from Naina, who's saying that she's gone to place her first order recently, but most of the styles appear to have sold out. But you've got a lot of stock, new stock coming in, haven't you? Yes, I have. Um, I don't want to make any promises, but it's due this week. But let's say next week, just in case. Um, but it's coming. I've had like a lot of issues with my supply chain this year. So everything's like a lot of people have. Yeah. Really, really stressful. But yeah, I'm just riding the wave. It's coming. Don't worry. Soon. What have been your like pinch me moments so far for the brand? Obviously winning that PR contract would have been one, but any, any others that you can think of? That was a huge one. Um, another pinch me moment when Rochelle Humes uh, 
ordered some pieces from me and then, you know, nothing to do with me, just off her own back. She spoke about how much she loved them on her stories and like, it, it was on my birthday actually and I hadn't even <laughs> getting these messages saying, have you been on Instagram? Um, that was really nice. And you know what, just, I don't know, like, I've always received feedback, but I just feel like I'm getting so much feedback from my customers, like, especially in the last year, like, we're really engaging with each other, and mm -hmm. they're sharing, like, they're sharing personal details with me sometimes, it's, it's quite, um, what's the word I'm looking for, it's quite a vulnerable subject when someone's, like, describing their body shape, and they've just had a baby mm -hmm. on weight and stuff like that, and they're sharing a part of themselves with me and asking for my advice and yeah for me that's it literally makes me smile like it makes my day what have you seen attracts people to the brand that has then resulted in sales is there any particular things that you've been doing that have resulted mm. in that i mean most of my sales come from instagram for sure and mm -hmm. i think influencer engagement plays a huge part i haven't even been able to like work with influencers much this year because i haven't had any stock to you know give them but definitely I like working with influencers as well because they can put their own spin on styling and you know they've got their own audience and for me that's been like definitely the biggest um selling point for my brand yeah for sure and do you get a lot of traffic coming through to the site when you feature in blogs and that kind of thing does that result in sales as much or is it very much more the influencer side of things I'd say the influencer uh marketing is more powerful i've been like i've had quite a lot of press which sometimes it's hit sometimes it's missed do you know what i mean but um mm -hmm. me personally yeah influencer marketing has been great and actually now that i'm showing up more and you know talking about the pieces i find that people are quite engaged with that and you know they come and ask me questions and the more um information i can give them they seem to make orders. They just, sometimes people need reassurance. So it's yeah. like, it's actually me behind the screen. It's it's me you're getting um, and I can answer the questions and I feel like people, it's almost like a safe space. People appreciate that and are at least willing to, even if it doesn't work out for them, they're willing to give it a try because someone's taken the time to like really talk them through sizing and stuff like that. And where would you like to see the brand in the next two years? I would like to incorporate a bit more self-care and wellness into my brand because for me, wearing my pieces literally is like an act of self-care. Um, and I want to expand my product range, which we spoke about. I'd like to go into wholesale. Um, and I don't know, I'd like to be able to engage face-to-face -face with my customers more. So I, I don't know. And you know, I, I really want to commend you because I think you, you're really starting to push yourself outside your comfort zone. And I, I've noticed you're doing something for Enterprise Nation and you're talking on a, a panel with them. And I'm sure, you know, you've, you've taken that step by step in terms of, you know, pushing outside of your comfort zone, keep on, keep it on going, keep it on going, keep it on going and doing things now that you probably would have gone 12 months ago. I'm never going to do that. Like, you know, even this, this live for you and yeah. doing lives is something that you would like physically probably nearly get sick at a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> last yesterday, yeah. you know, and you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there and being on panels and, and that kind of thing. What's, what's made you go that extra mile? Do you think is, is it the work that you've done with, 
is it the work that you've talked about before in terms of what the reading and the podcasts and surrounding yourself by people what do you think it is yeah I think it's a combination and I've just had to really change the narrative instead of saying you know no to things like I've asked the universe for opportunities so if they come to me like it's time like, I'm not going to hide anymore I'm saying yes to everything at the yes. moment um, and it's good for me because it, even today speaking to you this is practice for me public speaking which you know in the past I would have said things like I hate public speaking but I don't even speak those words anymore because yeah. I'm trying to align with it maybe it hasn't always been my favorite thing but yes I'm public speaking now so um yeah it's just a combination of things and it's hard to keep your head above water um sometimes and I'm like there's a book I'm listening to at the moment I'm listening to it for the fourth time I know what it says but I just need something sometimes to keep reminding me and keep me strong and going in the direction I need to go basically so um yeah that's that's how it's been and what tips would you kind of to to, to wrap up now um in terms of what tips would you give to people that are starting out to book your power hour <laughs> I haven't paid you to say that to people. No, I am. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a bit of context. Kim had booked a power hour with me, and then we've spent the day together. But um, thank you very much for that. Um, but what else yes. Kim, would you say? I would say, to, like, it's hard in the beginning. Like, say if someone's starting out, it's hard in the beginning to sort of spend your money because you feel like I'm a small business I haven't got the money to do this and I haven't got the money to do that but I think people should try and dig deep and think about what it is that is going to add value to them or their business and mm -hmm. to see and to make the right investment and to see when they're spending money on certain things as an investment as opposed to an expense because like everyone's time is valuable at the end of the day and like as I said just having that hour with you like I didn't have to book that session but it just pushed me massively and you know sometimes we just have to yeah I think make the right investments for yourself it's, it's definitely you know it's, we shouldn't be we do but we shouldn't be scared of outsourcing things basically which I didn't do in the beginning because I was mm -hmm. just thinking oh my god I can't afford that and I can't afford that I don't even say those things anymore that I can't afford something do you know what I mean yeah no I, I think let's like, say or not in a position necessarily but I'm just saying to find the right investments for you because it's worth it in the long run it could actually save you time and money in the long run and you've joined a lot of, I mean, there's things that I know that you had mentioned with them before, things like Enterprise Nation that you've, you've done and the, um, their lunch and learn sessions. And there's a lot that you can, it's that educating yourself, isn't there? It's not going to fall in your lap. You know, no. you, you have to go out and... 100% and put yourself out there. Like I, um, Enterprise Nations was great during like uh, lockdown and stuff. They do these webinars every day called lunch and learn monday to friday different subjects different guests so just 30 minutes at 12 o'clock and I, every time i saw one that looked good for me i was just signing up and i was killing it every day like making mm -hmm. notes and you know i joined um i don't know if anyone's heard of it but a community called the stack world that's been yeah. great like networking and also self-development like workshops and in real life events and stuff like that so it's just you have to i think 
when you're trying to grow, it's really important because you can easily end up sitting at the laptop day in and day out. But like, you have to take the time also to put yourself in the right place, meet the right, because you never know who you're going to meet, who might be able to help you along your business journey. Yeah, and I think like finding your community and find, like you've said, you know, in terms of you've joined the Slack world and the relationships that you'll make there and they're probably um, opportunities that will come from that because yeah. of engaging with people and having the conversations. But Kim, thank you so much and I will see you soon. No worries, I'll see you back here this time next year when I'm a millionaire. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> see you later. Bye see you bye. later, Nicole. I'm sure a lot of that resonated with you. If you've liked today's episode, I'd be really grateful if you could post a review. And I'll be back again next week with a great guest. Bye.